From Friday, celebrating more than 117 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. My mom is 84 years old, and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. And my mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just want an Oscar. Things, they didn't come easily to me, but there, there was a facility that I didn't appreciate at the time until it stopped. And I just want to say thank you for this acknowledgement. We are all products of our context. We are all descendants of something and someone. And I want to acknowledge my context, my immigrant parents, my father who fell in love with movies because he needed to escape the world and thus pass that love of movies on to me. My mother, who is a creative soul who wanted to be a dancer, an actor, and singer, but could not afford the luxury of that life path and then gave it to me. We want to dedicate this to the mommies, all the mommies of the world, to our moms. Uh, specifically my mom and dad, Ken and Becky, thank you for not squashing my creativity when I was making really disturbing horror films or really perverted comedy films or dressing in drag as a kid, which is a threat to nobody. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight, this is a beacon of hope and possibilities. This is proof that dreams do come true. The 95th Oscars are all over, and Everything Everywhere All at Once was the big winner, including Best Picture. I'm Michael Schneider, and on this Mega Roundtable edition, we recount the show from Jimmy Kimmel's excellent monologue to every single category. It's all next on the Variety Awards Circuit Podcast. Stay close. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Hello. I'm Michael Schneider, TV editor at Variety, and we're going to be talking about TV starting soon. But before we get to the good stuff, let's get back to the film world. And the talk not about... good stuff? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Shots fired. Shade. Damn, Shade tell us what you really think about film. Already beginning. Those are the dulcet t- tones of Clayton Davis, Janelle Riley, and Jazz Tanke. We are your Fantastic Four. We are... The podcast of your dreams. Um, they haven't cast that movie yet, so we could be I, fantastic for. Please don't make me be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> we are the, the podcasting for. So, um, yeah, things happened. Stuff happened, but uh, I, I guess the headline should be Jazz. You, uh, you, you once again administered the uh, Variety Office Pool. Uh, for this year's Oscars. Why don't you tell the kids at home? Let, let's just who say that? some people here won it. We don't need to go any further than that. Let's just say there was a three way tie and then there was a two way tie won by two people on this podcast that are not men. Um, and yeah, that's wait, it. That, that and next year men? they're going to. Wait, be- did you say I'm not <laughs> a man? I'm tired, so, yeah. guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> so Never Mike and Clayton mind. won the Oscar pool. Big deal. Oh, Let's move that's on. That's it. Wait, it's not just Michael. Fight next no, no, year. stop. stop. <laughs> it's not just Mike and Clayton won the Oscar pool. Is that the first year I started here, Clayton won the Oscar pool. And then last year, Mike won the Oscar pool. And then this year, Mike and Clayton won the Oscar the pool. So we are the reigning champs of Oscar wow. pooling at the office. And we just want people to... Recognize, recognize, recognize that the, the, the awards people actually know the awards. Well, okay. uh, Michael, uh, since you didn't see any of these movies, um, <laughs> was it off of this podcast that you based most of your answers? I've seen a good chunk of the movies, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, it, he yeah, saw the it, precursors. 
I I do have to say that our weekly little check-ins uh they they have uh influenced my thoughts and and where I went uh so the funny thing is though I didn't go with my gut in a couple of categories where had I gone with my gut I would have cleaned up and beat Clayton Davis. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I ultimately there there was a real part of me that thought Jamie Lee Curtis was going to win but I just I couldn't pull the trigger. I and, get it. And and yeah. there there was one other category I forget which one where also you know I was like I know it's going to be this but I'm going to be disappointed in myself if I do choose this and it doesn't win. It, it's sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. But in and hindsight, I had I done those two categories, I would have won. But then again, maybe there were others I wouldn't have chosen. I did I... not expect SAG to line up perfectly with yeah. Oscar. That yeah. was a big shocker. Just to Can say, I... by the way, I, I, this isn't cheating. I'm going to be clear about this. Not cheating. But my office pool was different than my official Oscar predictions on Variety.com. <laughs> it was a good hedge. Wow. It was a good hedge your bets. This has happened three times now. I have one Oscar pools that have varied from my official predictions and that do better. So I think you from now to. on, that I is lo- my I, official I thing. love that Clayton saves the good stuff for himself. <laughs> to, to the rest of America, he's like, here, you, you take these predictions. I'm saving the real so stuff he can win for pools. myself. <laughs> when money, when money's involved, I get very, very intense about this. I want to give Mike props, though, for picking the Elephant Whisperers and Doc Shaw all quiet for, for score. And then all quiet for cinematography. Like I, I also call that too because we had the same thing. But I, yes, this guy I know, Mike, but but I just Mike with no Mike knowledge whatsoever. But but Clayton yes. knew what he was Mike, doing. I yeah. just went off of like trying Mike to Mike without seeing about. the movies. That's the incredible thing. Yeah. And I and I did and by the way, my the office one varied by two because I did my first because when I turned in for the magazine, I changed like three times. So I gave my first inception to jazz that's she's the office pool manager so i gave her my first inception and that was two better than my official predictions ended up being in the end so here's the note the lesson for everyone just go with whatever it is you submit first just stay with it well so whatever you the lesson is don't look at clayton's predictions Mm -hmm. ask him what he's ask ask him (laughs) what i submitted for the pool yeah my two my two variations (laughs) were jamie lee curtis because i i had her first Ended up swapping out at the end. And then I had and then I had uh Carrie Condon. And then uh all quiet I had in score and I switched it out for the Fableman. That was my Hail Mary. And I knew there was gonna be one, and I was thinking maybe production design, maybe, maybe, maybe. And I just mm. didn't even do it. So yeah, it's fine. I would have never picked awesome uh Brendan Fraser though. Like I I I'm very like I would have you said this before, Janelle. Five for five sag. Like that never. Was no. That was yeah. the other one. That's that crazy. A, that was the other one that uh, you know that I I went ahead and put uh, Austin Butler, but that day I was like, I feel like it's gonna be yep. Brendan Fraser. You know I when I knew was when the whale makeup. wore makeup. Ma- yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I said to and everyone so, in the room, I was like, okay, and well, that's yeah. and that's why I tell everyone like I knew I would have never picked Brendan because I wasn't picking the whale in makeup, and I knew that was gonna match. And I saw pundits yep. doing. Uh, the opposite. I was like, you better match that up. I mean, now listen, you had your bets. I guess you got one, one of the two right. But you know, I just knew that the same film was winning yeah. that. Honestly, or my biggest shock of the night is probably that Elvis went home empty-handed. Yeah, because there was so much love for that movie. People were so passionate about it. 
even if it didn't win, you know, best picture or best actor, I thought for sure it would win some of the below the line categories. Across, yeah. So See, uh, big takeaway, Catherine Martin only wins two Oscars or zero. <laughs> like she won't take just one. So if you yeah. can't get her to two, just don't pick her at all. It, it was funny because I went to the Women in Film event on Friday night and Ruth Carter was there. Catherine Martin wasn't there. And like there was so much love for Ruth. And I was like, Maybe she does it. Like, let's go back to October when we were saying Ruth was going to win. And I didn't go through changing that because, you know, distractions happened and we were trying to break a story, blah, blah, blah. And then Sunday morning I went into change and it was locked. And I was like, Ruth is going to win. But like Janelle said, I did not expect Elvis to go home empty handed. It was like, okay, so it doesn't win costume. You think Elvis peaked too soon? No, it, I think it, they did a really yeah. good job of keeping it, keeping the interest going and then bringing it back around. I think just ultimately at the end of the day, people voted for other things. Yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a rarity in this in this biz. And this I think studios like to hear us say this part and they, people probably think we don't mean it, but I totally do. It's rarity to say, I don't think there's anything you could have done differently yeah. to get a different outcome. I really think yeah. you did everything pretty spot on. Because listen, it was you know there were people that had problems with the movie but it was able to supersede all that like chatter and and just end up with eight nominations was a big deal um austin butler not being able to do it i did hear some people say i guess this we have to really like uh pay attention to when people talk now um they they were saying that like oh you know we'll have time for austin butler and i think a lot of I people got that by yeah, the lot. I, that, uh, yeah. I think a lot of people were like oh he's new brad pitt we'll see you in like 10 years you know? Although yeah. I did see one pundit say something like, I don't think he'll ever get close to the Oscar stage again. And this is the same mm-hmm. pundit who lost a lot of money to me because he said there was no way Parasite would ever win Best Picture. So I should go I should go double or nothing on him. Yeah. Well, aren't we'll we kind of afraid Bella. that aren't we kind of afraid that he can only play Elvis for the rest of his life now? <laughs> we'll, we'll see in Dune too. Yes. <laughs> this is I, hear, there. <laughs> I hear he is amazing in Dune too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let's start here because we'll bring into TV talk a little bit. Uh, up in ratings, all the Oscars, people yeah. watched. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think the 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 big takeaway was, you know, it wasn't there. There was no slap. There was no envelope gate. There was no crazy moment. But it was a solid show. It was, uh, you know, really emotional. Some really moving moments. I thought Kimmel's uh, monologue was was you know hit all the marks. Uh, you know, so overall, you know, good marks for this show. And, and it kind of reminded me of the, you know, Oscar shows of, 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 you know, old days where it was just, you know, a solid show. It, it yeah. was, it was a very, it was a very classy ceremony and it, something occurred to me as I was watching it. I was like, don't try to be anything different than what you right. are. Like this, this is yeah. fine. This is fine. You don't need thir- uh You don't need 30 different hosts within four hours. You don't need um you don't need any pre take uh, segments that yeah. time or you don't need to go out into the, the street. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there's, you a, know, there's it, a very good article on variety.com actually, uh, as of today. So it'll still be there on Thursday, I guess. Um, about you know, things that you didn't see in the room. And one of the things they talked to the producer, who's also Jimmy Kimmel's wife, Molly McNeary, and she talked about how, you know, a lot of those pre-taped segments or these bits that they plan for are really high risk and often little reward. 
Yeah, I read that yeah. story, and and uh, I think you, you know, wrote that story, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was. It was Franklin Avenue. Yes, that's, exactly. That's uh, no, but that that's exactly you know a good point that she made was as you know when when Jimmy decided to do the show, he's like you know there there was you know there was little reward in doing those uh, you know the, those pre tape pieces or those big gimmicks, but there was a lot of a lot of it was heavy lifting. It was expensive yeah. to do those things. Yeah. Uh, Risky. For, and and yeah, and for a little reward. So why not just stick to what's going on in the room and and make it a celebration in the room about the movies in particular? And and I think they pulled that off this year. Yeah, you know, I really think, appreciated it. Do you know what was yeah. uh, divided uh, in the room a little bit? And no, we were... Clayton, we don't because we weren't in the room. Wow, thanks. <laughs> um, but even afterwards, after chatter, um. The Little Mermaid commercial and the Warner Brothers. Uh, yes, explain real... to people yes. what happened because yeah. you didn't see it in the room, did so, you? So yeah, so they did. Uh, uh, which I, by the way, I've, I've written about this two years ago. Now I said that the Oscars need to emulate the Super Bowl, like make it about movies, show big trailers, like you know, make it about summer blockbuster, like promote stuff, like make it about the thing you're celebrating, you know? Right. So they seem to toe dip a little bit because Little Mermaid trailer premiered during the Oscars for people at home. And then in the room, they showed us a, a reel of the Academy Gold program, which was fine. But hmm. there were other studio people and executives that were very upset that Disney got to promote Disney on the Oscars and that Warner Brothers also got like this whole plug during the Oscars. Now, well, I don't think like we all again, we didn't see it in the room uh because they were doing cutaways. But you saw them present, right? You saw like they presented and then when it cuts for you guys, Margot Robbie was like, okay, so while they're at home watching, watch this thing about like, you know, whatever, and wow. we give us something else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's but you know, so don't don't forget, don't forget those are those were both paid. Uh, you know, the, the, that was marketing. I mean, people, you know, those studios spent money. So, and, and, and I think you'll see more of that in the future. And you know, this wasn't the first time uh, Disney's done it in the past. I think they did it within the Heights. Uh, you know, a year or two ago, and they've done it with one other film as well. So you're seeing this. It's you know, it's product integration. It's it's like you know, a, any sort of deal where a product shows up on a TV show. In this case, it's, you know, one of the biggest shows on television, but, you know, like Disney Krispy pay Kreme, for that. Krispy Kreme and uh, Power Rangers has always been so prominent in my in my mind. It's like, so, it's like right there. I want um, a Krispy Kreme now. Yeah, I, I think the, the I'm glad you said it, Mike. I was like, I wasn't sure if I, we, yeah, it was paid uh, placements. And I think some of the criticism was like, did they make that clear that these were paid inserts into the show? And that's what was the criticism of it. And I was like, okay, I mean, like, welcome to television. Like, is that what <laughs> it is? Right. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't, we don't, we don't look at um, Man of Steel and be like, oh, Sears is right there. I wonder if they are letting us know that that's paid. I think we just all assume that they're not doing out of the goodness of their heart to have Sears in the background. Yeah, and I don't. It didn't feel intrusive to me. I mean, I think yeah. because we are used to, you know, most big events do things like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and you know, the Oscars isn't that precious that you can't do it when it's it's yeah. related to film. You know, it'd be one thing if suddenly it was a pharmaceutical company doing that. They were up on stage and <laughs> oh, right, right. Beauty and the Bloodshed does. Uh, oh no, their nomination, Come right? Or 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 McDonald's or you know who yeah. knows what that just feels really forced but this is chucking was... mcnuggets at the audience <laughs> yeah. hell yeah 
Sweet. It's, it's, it's about film. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's fine. I'm but fine with that. Going Go back ahead. to your point about the ratings, though, Mike, I think like what it was this year, too, is that like so many people had seen these movies, right? Everything, everywhere at once, Top Gun, Elvis, every, you know, all of them. And I think people just wanted to see. So can I can I this yeah. I'm a slightly disagree for this reason because I have never held the mind that it's about what's nominated. I don't think people really care that much. So sometimes they do, but people aren't tuning in because Top Gun's nominated for Best Picture because we all knew it was going to lose. So I I believe they get a big get out of jail free card with their original song nominees. I think that helped a ton. Once Gaga was yes. coming to the show. Yeah. It became a thing. I think that helps. And a little bit of this year is also like post slap stuff is like, what are they going to talk about? But people will tune in for like a good show. Like it was aesthetically the most beautiful show maybe mm-hmm. in the last decade that they've Except done. Except for that champagne carpet. Oh. That's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I yeah. guys? <laughs> so standing on that champagne, the cameras, man, cameras are wizards. Because they can't see the stain. That was black in spots. I oh, have it was filthy. They, they, it was they dirty. Where we were standing, they ripped up the carpet like three times and put down new carpet because it got so black. Wow. Like three times. I was just like, oh, okay, you're just gonna do that again. That's fine. So a black carpet from here on out. Which which early word on the street, that's what they were gonna go for at first. I was like, you probably should have done it. It would have been black anyway. Like just like keep it. Uh, as is, but I think listen, it was a, it was okay. I, I think the champagne carpet was like actually the least of it. I thought it was really dimly lit. The carpet, I feel like people were getting mugged in corners in a weird way. <laughs> like it just didn't like pop the way. I think they just didn't uh really brighten that spot up. But listen, red carpet aside, like inside, the I thought the the screen. With the collages, when mm. nominees are standing there, were beautiful. The way they uh, integrated editing and and composer and composing and stuff, and had people sitting there, little prop sets. I thought was was wonderful. Yeah. It was a real. It was a really photo choices. Show. Like when Kihu Kwan was accepting his award, and then you could see over his shoulder this picture of him like lying dead on the ground. With <laughs> because the- because <laughs> so because they had these four screens on the side so when they had that one pan from the side of key i looked i I said to myself i was like if they're looking from that angle they're just gonna see a big bloody nose right there (laughs) they should probably switch that one yes we did yeah yeah that was actually very funny um but overall nice you're right nice use of that screen and that's where Mm -hmm. modern technology really pays off and being able to quickly change into a different world like the the rrr number where you know, oh, they you didn't yeah. have to build a set because you just had that screen in the background and yeah. it looked just as good as if they had built a set that they so would have good. only used for three minutes well those of us from the theater world <laughs> um i i am i'm literally on broadway right now so i can say that mm. uh, i mean broadway the street yeah, <laughs> yeah it's your it's your it's, it's your one woman show yeah. that uh is opening uh tomorrow oh my god don't even i did my mom know, is from I, venus my dad is from mars and i'm in therapy <laughs> woman, woman, i i did a terrible one woman show as i think everybody did at some point in their youth and uh, uh it was actually supposed to be a parody of one woman shows and it became the thing it was parodying um but uh yeah normally i don't go for like the screen changing and honestly i have to say 
you couldn't tell the difference. I thought some of those were practical sets. They did a really good job. Yeah. yeah. There, there were times yeah. I thought it was a real set. I was in the room. I was like, oh, that's not. <laughs> Once again, Clayton just needed to let us know he was in the I just, room. I just wanted you to know. No, but it was it was a really, like I said, I think it was a really good. Oscars, keep doing this. Don't try anything. Like, And by the way, just Kimmel, bringing up Kimmel now. Kimmel's their new Billy Crystal. It's it's mm. he's, he's served, I think he's very yeah. different than Billy Crystal. Well, he's, no, he's not. Yeah. yeah, he's not. But he is their mod. Like he is the he's an establishment dude. Stick mm-hmm. with him for a while. Yeah. Until you find your Whoopi Goldberg. Like stop trying different people. Just keep on with Kimmel until the wheels come off. No I mean, objections I, if you no, want to stick with Kimmel. I thought he does it. Great. I think he does fine. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. 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 And and we don't have to deal with this drama every single year of who's going to host and yeah. what's the anticipation and what's it going to look like. And nine times out of 10, it ends up being pretty awful. So yeah. just Although, stick with what you know. Did everyone think that it was going to be Matt Damon in the cocaine bear suit? I I did for a quick second. I thought so. I thought someone was going to come out of that. I was like, it would be Matt Damon. Once because that came before his joke, right? Before uh, the Matt Damon joke that he did. I mean, he made a couple Matt yeah. Damon jokes throughout the night. So. <laughs> but I did think Matt Damon was going to pop up somewhere and he did not. That was very sad. Well, yeah. they did. So they did tell me that originally there was going to be someone uh, in, in that suit and it fell apart at the last moment. So they wouldn't tell me who because they didn't want to burn the person. But uh, I think that was the original plan. Ooh, since we don't know, and... can we make a guess? I think it was Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I think Did you hear who close. it was in the suit? It really, it really was a celebrity. Was it? It was DJ Jazzy Jeff. No, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Was that a joke? That is yeah, a that joke. was a joke. That is a joke. Okay. Yeah, you see the paste on head. <laughs> but going through the winners real quick, and and uh, I have the order in which it came because then you'll get to feel the palpable oh my gods that we felt in the room. So we start off with Pinocchio, easy call. It's the only time any everyone was a hundred percent pretty much of the night. Everyone would start in the same uh, field. Uh, Guillermo, first person to hold Oscars for picture, director, and animation. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, good. Can, for, can uh, I just yeah. say there was a, cha- a, a change in the run of show because originally it was going to be supporting actress. Mm-hmm. And then I think that, I think got- that was uh, the Gaga edition uh, messed up that run of show. But <laughs> that's just me speculating. I don't know. Uh, then came supporting actor. Can I just say... I, I only cried once this show. And I didn't even cry. I, I mean, I was crying already when Key took the stage. It was Ariana DeBose saying his name. I don't know why it hit me well, like be, that. Well, because she started the tear up as well. No, but usually people cry on stage when they say something. I'm like, ah, like whatever. I'll cry when they get up there. But when she said it, I just like, it get, like I was like, it just hit me. I was like, oh my God. He, A like, look really... on her face, too. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll tell you, I was watching the Oscars uh, alone uh, in my hotel room because <laughs> I was down at South by uh, Mike, Southwest. Mike, you can't tell us you're getting divorced this way. Like, you have to really like set me up. Right, I th- wait, isn't your wife quarantining? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I love <laughs> Maria. She's exactly. the best. Go ahead, Mike. So, um, um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I was down in Austin at South by, and so alone watching the show, and so you know, by myself, just bawling in my hotel room having to like grab that box of tissues that's yeah. in the, the bathroom <laughs> and it was just uh, yeah just that that moment and and uh you know i was like i'm glad i'm not giving this speech because i wouldn't make be able to get no. through it at all so i'm no. uh, thankfully key was like, like mom gave, i gave want the an perfect, oscar perfect speech oh, my gosh. Uh, oh by the way and uh because it's gonna be out by the time uh this is out 
our post Oscar cover with Kiyu Kwan. And the cover, cover of Variety. I loved him. Shout out to his Goonies brother, Jeff Cohen, also my lawyer. Yes. yes. Literally, <laughs> can I just say, by the way, when he said Jeff Cohen, like the entire room erupted. It was. Uh, so, everyone loves Jeff. I know. It was. It's, yes. it, was, it really he's caught me off guard. He's a great guy, and he probably he works with a lot of people. You know, as a lawyer, he's he helped Key get back into this business. He's just yeah, he's a great supportive I was, dude. I, I was sitting with uh, Variety's chief marketing officer, Daya Lawrence, and she screamed like yeah. totally got so <laughs> excited. She's like, "Yeah, Jeff!" I was like, "Whoa!" Well, Jeff does so much for Variety's ten actors to watch every. I'm mean, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, ten comics to watch mm-hmm. every year, and always goes to the Just for Last Festival in Montreal, and is a big supporter and a big great partner. Like just, just the best guy. Oh. I remember Sorry, asking get... him five years ago. We were having lunch, and he was sort of telling me what all the Goonies were up to, and he was talking about how he and Key were still good friends to this day, and how great he was doing, you know, working in stunts. And he was like, "Yeah, but I think he misses acting a little." Look at him! Oh my gosh, yeah. he gave such a beautiful shout out though. Oh. Yeah. Um, backstage because he was like Corey Feldman called him before the show, oh, and yeah. then he, he says he they like, all. He said they all still speak. That's yeah. what you never, said. They, yeah. Goodies never say die. No. And then he never said, Goodies never say die. Like, oh, yeah. By gosh. the way, can we put respect on Jeff Cohen's name? His name is Chunk. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Except he's now one of the thinnest guys I know. So <laughs> the name Chunk doesn't fit. Uh, but it is but, funny when I tell people that, yeah, yeah, Chunk's my lawyer. <laughs> but it, 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 it felt like a just world. It just felt really good to see Key yeah. out there. It was such yeah. a good run of a season. I think I, for me, story of the season is yes. Is key. Even with all the other historicness we're gonna hit to <laughs> touch on, but Key is like the story. Then we yeah. get to Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh damn. She's so, an Oscar winner. What did she say when they announced her name? She was like, seriously, or something. No, she went, I think she said, I think she said no effing way or no way or yeah. or, 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 or or no, she said shut up. That's what she said. Was she shut up, shut yeah. Up. Oh god. Shut so up, cute. yeah. Oh my gosh. So what was the the yeah, it sounded like there was a hush backstage, according to our colleagues who were uh, in, in the press room. What was the sort of the reaction in the actual auditorium? So the monitors because you know it shows the five boxes um the talk after the oscars and during was angela bassett's face when jamie lee curtis's name was called and she didn't clap uh or she she seemed visibly upset by losing she didn't seem upset she just seemed I mean, I mean, she yeah. she she could have been disappointed. Listen, of course. <laughs> Wait, yeah. let's plot twist. M Night Shyamalan time. People get upset when they lose awards. Like, not new. Yeah. Do they remember Bill Murray? <laughs> like, Do you remember Samuel <laughs> Jackson literally yeah. cursing? Well, Marlena, yeah. he, he said the f word. Like, yeah. like people yeah. people get upset. And listen, for Angela especially. And like, listen, nothing's ever guaranteed in the Oscars. Like, stuff can happen all the time. And I will write a book one day about. What needed to happen for Jamie Lee Curtis to win an Oscar this year has to be studied for decades to come because there was it, the, we just ended on Jamie like it was never like it was always her, but Angela it was hers until the eleventh hour. But again, you're basing quote, that on quote, quote yeah. unquote. Yes, I'm saying quote unquote. It was hers until the eleventh hour, where it seemed like it was going to be hers. So you can have disappointment in that. However, yeah. but you also like the, you know you look at Jamie and you go like. Damn, like, well, Jamie Lee Curtis is an Oscar winner. Hopefully we get back to Angela. 
Because yeah. listen, I wasn't sure we were going to get back to work. it doesn't take another 20 years. 30. 30. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. Is it really 30 years? 30 years. It's because so, I just watched the What's Love Got to Do With It not too long ago. Yeah. And oh, oh wow. Oh, my gosh. It's, it yeah. holds up so well. Oh, it's it's the, one of the yeah. greatest performances of all time. It's so good. But it was crazy that later on Ruth would win. Well, that's a, we'll get through that. So then we get to yeah. the documentary feature, Navalny, beautiful speech. Yeah. That's uh, that's the speech that made Daya Lawrence cry. Archie oh, wow. Parker, she she was like, "This is so sad." Like, and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Like, the, the, I was thinking about it. I was like, like, it, it's so weird." We, I, you really put life in perspective. Like, his wife and kids are there, and he's over there. Like, like you just start occupying Specifically, that. Specifically, like, where is he? Uh, in solitary confinement. Do, in Russia or in Russia? In Russia. Yeah. So you start putting that together, and you go, "Damn!" Like, yeah. We're applauding some really messed up stuff that's happening right now. And CNN's first Oscar, by the way. And probably it's last now that it's pretty much out of the <laughs> dark business. <laughs> glad glad they enjoyed it while they could. Mike's bringing that down, that big dose of reality. <laughs> and it's over. <laughs> it's like there's no one left at CNN to even like, yay, we, oh. Yeah, no, no, um, no. Uh, live live action short went to Irish Goodbye. Cinematography, all quiet on the Western Front. Uh, Jessica texted me in the middle of All Quiet on the Western Front when <laughs> cinematography. And she was like, they need to play the All Quiet score like all throughout the Oscars show because it's such a good buffer. <laughs> like the... Yeah. Brr, brr, oh my brr. gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that started uh, that run. And for a second, you know, just well, when well, we thought... Cinematography was fine. It was expected. <laughs> yeah. We were like, okay, we're all, we're, we're, you know, it's business as usual. Then we get to makeup and it's the whale. And then I went, oh, Brandon yep. Frazier was about yep. to win an Oscar today. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew it was like, it, it, it's coming. Yep. That's when Clayton hacked into Jazz's uh, d- <laughs> database and changed Again, his vote. I'm not, I'm okay with that. Cause I, like I said, I would have never chose the whale because I wouldn't have chosen Brendan. If I chose Brendan Frazier, right. I would have chose the whale in, in makeup. So then it would have been correct. But because I had Austin, I had to take all this in makeup. And then that was fine. And then we got to costume design. And I thought that was going to be Elvis for sure because yeah. Angela had just lost. And then Ruthie Carter did it. And gave a beautiful speech. Beautiful speech. Yeah. 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 And First, also it's like when Ruthie Carter won, I was like, well, of course. I mean, she's fantastic yeah. and it's Ruthie Carter. But I, I was surprised. I think it was very close, though. I think it was oh, it such a close race on that. And yeah. First so, black woman to win a second Oscar. Crazy. And Meryl has three. So I always want to put that out there. But, yep. Uh, then we got to international film. Shocker, according to Janelle Riley. Damn it. <laughs> All quiet on the Western Front. Damn it, I took a big swing. Although yeah. I don't think I took it in my... I think I was just feeling uh, uh, contrary that day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, uh, one, one day it's going to happen. The international well, I, film that's nominated for Best Picture yeah. is going to lose. It, it wasn't nominated for Best Picture, but I feel like the year that Pan's Labyrinth was up against the lives of others, mm-hmm. yeah. and Pan's Labyrinth was yeah. nominated in several other categories and was the heavy, heavy yeah. favorite. I just remember that so vividly. Uh, so what I, what I will say to you is what me and my friend talk about a lot when we bring that up as the possibility we think that race changes if it's a year of 10 because Pan's Labyrinth definitely isn't a year of 10. And then I don't think they make the switch. I mean, you can make that argument. Maybe they still go with lives of others, but I think the look, the aesthetic of it does change the dynamic of the season. So maybe if it's a year of 10, it's in best picture. 
maybe it then doesn't lose. Yeah. But did you start thinking with all quiet beginning to win a lot? Were you no, like not there? Not never. at this point. Nope. Never. I'm still I'm still I'm oh. still riding this okay. line. So we we'll get, get there. Doc, we'll okay. get there. Doc short elephant whispers. I was like, woohoo. There you go. Then we get to animated short, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. First time in my career, guys, I got all three shorts correct. Mm-hmm. In my entire life, I've never gotten all three shorts correct. And we didn't get to hear Pedro Pascal say my year of dicks, did we? He, well, he said it in the in the. It was uh, in a voiceover. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He still said it, and I, and I tweeted. I was like, that's a good runner-up. That's fine. I know I wanted Riz, but it's fine you did Pedro because it still makes it great. Then we get to production design. This is where things turn. Yeah. That's all quiet on the Western front. And I wrote the day that voting closed. I said, guys, everything, everywhere's going to get nervous if these things happen. And I wrote all quiet winning production design. And then my phone blew up and publicists in the room and other people were like, um, what's about to happen? I'm like, watch adaptive screenplay now. I don't know. That, I that's, when I, that's when I got nervous. Mm-hmm. I got nervous there for a second. I mean, yeah, for good reason, I understand. But I just, it just would have been so weird for everything everywhere all at once to not win at this point. Then we get to the original score, all quiet again. So now we're like, guys. It's like what is happening? It felt like it. It, it felt like a election night where you suddenly yeah. the the momentum changes and you're like, oh no. But what as quickly happening? as it started. Yeah, then it faded. Yeah, then we got yeah. to visual effects, and then I I, I texted uh, my friend, and I was like, "If All Quiet wins visual effects, oh my god! Like I'm gonna go home. Like I like I, I yeah. don't belong <laughs> in this business anymore." Then Avatar wins. We're like, "All right, that's cool, safe as usual." Original screenplay, everything, everywhere, all at once. We get our first Daniel speech of the night. There we go, mm-hmm. and and it's back. Uh, it, it was like, "Okay, back. guys, we're okay." Nope. And then we knew it was all good because then we got to adapted screenplay, and the women talked. Mm. women are talking women are talking i was uh sitting two rows behind sarah polly's brother who is the casting director of the movie and i put it i put the video on tiktok he is bawling i'm like like such a proud big brother and i saw him as we walked into the oscars and he came up to me i hadn't met him in person he's a clayton I, i read your work all the time is she gonna win tonight i was like I don't know. I was like, I'm predicting mm-hmm. it, but I really don't know. Please don't put this on my shoulder. <laughs> and then he was like, I-, I just need her to win. I was like, just, I was like, just see what happens. <laughs> I don't like that pressure. <laughs> and then she won and everything was fine. And it was so good. Ugh, so and bad. then she announced her first, her next movie is going to be about award season. Cause she has found yep. this fascinating. So who is oh, going wait. to play Clayton we're, Davis? We're, we're getting a four year consideration. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. She's gonna do it. The last time great. someone made a movie about award season was Christopher Guest. I would like to see him do it now that his wife has won an Oscar. Mm, it's a good one too. There I love the consideration. I think sound, it's very funny. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, for a sound went to Top Gun Maverick, and then we were like, okay, we're we're looking good. Original song, not do not do. As singing expected. the car- sing, sing in the car. By the way, so nice to see that dance done live because you see really how good they are. Because when you see the movie, you wonder if it's sped up. You wonder if there's special effects. No, that is just them. That it was is, amazing. That was it amazing. is humanly impossible to do that dance. I've tried well, it. It doesn't work. Wait, you've you tried, tried it? it? Please put that on TikTok. Uh, it, I, I is Wait, on TikTok. He did. It is on did. Really? When the R when we had R R on we listened to our own podcast. When R R boys were here, that. we did the no, video you podcast. Dancing. Yes. And then we took okay. a TikTok of them trying to teach me the it's dance and, and it's a miserable fail. Wow. 
Yeah. Let's, it is the um, best video of the season. Let, let's uh, sidebar real quick and talk about the performances uh, because Gaga, you know, up until Thursday, we didn't know. I mean, really, at, at Jazz, you helped break that story on what Sunday morning that Sunday it was happening. Sunday morning. What was the holdup? It was whether she was going to perform or not because there was this whole thing of she it wanting to be like of this certain caliber, blah, blah, blah. And then I don't think there's any confirmed like why it waited so long, but yeah. can, I, can I just venture again? And this, I don't know this. This now I'm Clayton speculating. Let me be clear about that. I think once the Academy knew that Tom Cruise wasn't coming, I think it was like, um, can we get someone from Top Gun Maverick, please, to come to the show? Which... That is part of like the movie. And well, then I, I, then I, I would say, I mean, I think they wanted Gaga from the beginning, but they, of they course, kinda, of course. Yeah. But yeah. they kinda but they kinda gave up on it because she is working on the Joker and yeah. and and so I don't think you can suddenly turn around and suddenly get her just because Tom's not showing. But Ultimate... Yeah, we're not getting Tom, so Gaga will take it. Right. Yeah, well, no, I think, I think it was like I think maybe they went back and was like, okay, yeah, I know you weren't see. coming before, but now Tom isn't coming. Like, can you just come? Well, here's the thing: they her she, her team didn't know that Tom wasn't coming, so it was it was I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, it just unfolded well, Saturday her... night as we were driving back from Indian Wells, and I'm calling Mark Malkin, and Mark Malkin's on the carpet, mm. and was like, "Oh my gosh, help we." You know, and he's like, nope, they're rehearsing. She's not here. So I guess this is happening and nobody would confirm. But mm. Sunday morning, we got the confirmation. Like literally, I think 15 minutes before she was meant to set foot inside the Dolby to rehearse the song. Right. Well, and she right. killed it. So, and she and did. She I, that it. That stripped down. And, and uh, you know, the producers were saying, you know, one of the things that they, you know, in, in the irony of it is because she didn't have time to really stage some huge presentation performance. Yeah. Instead, she did the stripped down thing, which I think yeah. was smarter and stronger. But the fact that she went backstage, took all of her makeup off yeah. and then performed yeah. and then went backstage and put it all back on. Yeah. <laughs> I always say uh, pretty, uh, I've always thought we as an industry don't give Gaga enough credit on how great of a vocalist she really is. Like uh, she's a, obviously a bit about like theatrics and, you know, she's a big personality, but I just think her musicality has always been like so front and center and such a big thing that we, that it, it gave a good reminder that she's a great musical artist and we should just yeah. let her sing all the time. I wish she would just, I love, I, I love when she plays piano. She was, she was, she was killer. I'm going to uh, give, Props, sorry, I'm going to give props to her makeup team, Frederick Asperus and Sarah Tano, for putting the makeup on, taking it off, and, and, it and on the, the, the wipes. Yeah, the the wipes yeah. Uh, did wonders. Um, but <laughs> Rihanna, preg pregnant Rihanna, was great. Yep, yep. Uh, no, no, sorry, sorry, it's Rihanna. Re is Rihanna. it Rihanna? It's it is Rihanna. Rihanna. It yep. is Rihanna. As Americans as we learned. So yeah. what's yeah? So that's funny. You know, I, again, I talked to Molly McNary all about this uh, because. They they did their research at Jimmy Kimmel Live and they made sure that that's how Rihanna pronounces her name apparently and we've just all been doing it wrong forever and she's just been too nice to correct us I don't I, know I, I, but... I would like I would like to file a memo to Hollywood right now please <laughs> if you have been around more than a decade I think it's really mean to start correcting us on your name for like Kate Blanchett not Blanchett Brendan Fraser not Frazier, um, 
one of my favorites is uh where we have rihanna obviously they, everyone just you amanda have certain, seyfried amanda's well that was actually that's that's something that we really didn't know for a long while so but her, why didn't we but why yeah i i think people just need to either accept it now or like if you're gonna correct us then it just needs to be yeah. done in a yeah more Z- zendaya zendaya I just so, I, I, I don't I don't appreciate. But yeah, so so. <laughs> oh and some... oh Rihanna oh Rihanna by the way Rihanna yeah. I would like her to stop lifting herself in the air when she's pregnant because the stage <laughs> lifted and I was like stop it you're a pregnant woman and it makes yeah. me nervous. She's doing some of the biggest stunts of her career yeah. now that she's pregnant. But um, and, so Rihanna was great and Sophia Carson first of all yeah. loved her dress. Yeah, I'm gonna wear that uh, at some point. Because it looks great, and she can sing her face off. Did you howl when she did, ladies and gentlemen? Eleven-time Oscar nominee Diane Warren, fourteen-time. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I mean, it, it, I, I, I always tell people, I like, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can find me someone who saw Tell It Like a Woman. A thousand dollars, like that in, re- in regular life. That's not us. Damn it. Okay, yes. <laughs> um, because it's just a small little movie. But Diane Warren, you know, she she's she's great. And then who's the other nominee? David Byrne with the uh the hot dog yep. fingers Stephanie along Sh- with Stephanie Shu. Stephanie Shu. <sighs> yes, you have a you have a follow-up to that? I just I just I, I think I, a sad little fact. Is that she's the only one that walked home without an Oscar from that cast, and that's what really hurts. She's her, when, perfectly fine. I know, and I, I just hope I will see her time and time again. I think we she, will. she can sing. She's so beautiful. She's like such a good cheerleader. You know, the and Daniels could give her one of their Oscars because they have many six. Now. There's six <laughs> of them. So it's like give Stephanie one of them. I saw them when they were getting their uh, Oscars engraved. And I was like, this can be like an hour, man. Because you're just going to keep giving it and going through an assembly line, you know? They do it so Machines fast there. It's impressive. They do. They yeah. kill it so fast. And then we got film editing with the new snack of Hollywood, Paul Rogers. I mean. <laughs> like, every, like Everyone was like, who is? I was like, guys, Paul Rogers is, I don't know. I guess you didn't watch Indie Spirits. Good looking dude. He's killing it on the on the circuit. But that's also stamped. If you didn't feel that everything ever was winning best picture, I think we knew it was over. Yeah, by that point, he's, for, he's also he was also like at the Variety Artisans Awards in Santa Barbara, and it was like he is, yeah, yeah. Snacky snack snack. I'm gonna keep him away from Jessica. Yeah, uh, and then did you see? By the way, I did. I it was amusing because there was a a, a percentage of folks on Twitter who the second that he <laughs> congrat thanked his wife were very disappointed. I know. <laughs> Right, because they all had a shot. Some yeah. hearts were broken once second. he thanked his wife. I mean, hopefully she goes into witness protection program now, because I think there'll be some people after her, because <laughs> like th- they were very passionate about uh, Paul Rogers. Then the Daniels one director felt great. Another great speech. Uh, then we got to Brendan Fraser. Which Wait, Fraser or Fraser? Fraser, 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 Fraser. God, see? Um, I was expecting to cry, and I did not. But I think we've also cried enough with him. Maybe this year, maybe that's what it was. Yes, I don't know. But like, I was, I was very happy for him. Like the comeback, him and Key comeback stories of the year, like Resurrections. 
Yeah, and and the fact that they had Biodome in common. Was, no, no, as, as, Encino Man. Oh, Encino Man, sorry. Encino How Man. How dare you? They would never stoop uh, so low right. as Biodome. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. They would Listen, never do a Pauly Shore movie. Oh, exactly. Listen, I ne- ne- confused next year, by Pauly Shore movies. Next year, Pauly Shore and Sean Astin are winning Oscars, though. We got to keep the Encino Man train going. There I you hope go. you're happy. Yeah, I, I love Sean Astin. Me He's too. owed one for Lord of the Rings Return of the King. There you go. And he's uh, a Goonie. He's Goonie. He's and again, great speech. Then we got two, Mama, Mother. She won. Michelle of course, Yo. she did. It was never even close. I I still don't believe that because I was so te- I was terrified how it was going to look if she lost. I just if Tar had taken home anything before Best Actress, maybe I would have been worried. But it was pretty obvious it was going home empty-handed, which honestly is a shame. It's a shame that between Tar and Fablemans and uh, Elvis Trying and Sadness, uh, and Banshees. Banshees, yeah, I five mean, movies uh, went home with nothing. That's thirty-three Crazy. nominations between those movies, and they went home. But but I mean that I understand. It's you know doesn't mean that people don't love the movie. They just loved something else a little bit more. By the way, but four, I was... four, four of those movies that went home empty-handed were four of the directors nominated for Best Director. Is that crazy? Mm-hmm. It is crazy. See, I was worried. I had, I still have PTSD from when they moved Best Actor to the last category two years ago, three years ago. And and, and Halle Berry walked out. And oh, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like, guys, please do not put me through this again. Wait, and... wait I, actually, hold on. Wait, before we get to that. I'm going to share this with Mike for a moment. <clears throat> oh, just Mike. Uh, Jazz, you want to go? Bye. Let's go, Janelle. Yeah. Mike, Halle Berry's about to be 60 years old. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Because <laughs> when she walked out, I was like, guys, I shouldn't still be in love with her. Like, what is happening here? It's all. Why shouldn't it, you be? It's for life. It's for life. I yes. just know that it's true love. Yeah. Is, Don't let anyone tell you you're past your is, prime. She's the baddest woman in the land the baddest woman in the land she yeah. came out and she i was just like and but then i was mortified and i was like oh my god because if i thought what well, i thought was gonna happen if, she, if it was michelle that she would have said it so when jessica started talking i was very nervous and then she said michelle yeah it was fine but it felt like the longest pause yeah, when they it were was, announcing, it, it, right? felt like, it felt like 30 years long for sure. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, I'm like, this is the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah, it was great. And then, yeah, best picture was... went to Tar. <laughs> <laughs> well, how funny would that have been after all of that all night? Listen, I remember my column of like, Banshees wins anything, it's best picture and best picture only. So I was like, what if I was right about it? And then just pulled it off, but obviously it didn't. Uh, but yeah, it, it won Best Picture. Jonathan Wong gave a great speech. It was a very, very, very good speech. Yeah, very nice yeah. speech, except for that little stumble about no pe- person is more important than profits. Oh, that's yeah. a stumble? Well, Wait, was no. It, no, because he got it backwards. I think he meant to say Wait, profits say are more important than people. That's oh. what... Yeah, people were saying. Oh, then I missed that completely. I thought he said it correctly. Yeah, I, I did part... too. I, yeah. I'd have to I, go back and check. Yeah, I thought the part he said about his wife was like got him brownie points for the rest of his life. He was like, I just went. He quoted Kiyu Kwan's best line of the movie. He's like, <laughs> if we don't do this, I just want to do laundry and uh, well, oh God, now I'm forgetting. But yeah, you know it. It's it was great. 
It was just a good night. It was yeah. very celebratory. Yeah. Yes. I just double checked. He said no person is as important as profit. Oh. Oh, okay. I, I completely missed that. It sounded I'm sure right he to just me. yeah, he just misspoke or yeah, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. saw what he meant, which is yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. But God, don't don't make a mistake in front of Janelle. Jesus. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna tell us like <laughs> you're saying it wrong. <laughs> Screaming from the audience. It's like it I, should be it should you know, be one one small step for a man. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. It should be person-kind. <laughs> she would be like, she, you can see the strings. You can see the strings. They're not there. Uh, but yeah, good show. Good season. Thank God it's over. So how was your key interview? Well, we did it. Uh, we shot him in Beverly Hills. At this beautiful uh, Mandarin residences. Um there was a pool, and I was this close, guys. To, we were gonna uh, shoot him jumping into the pool at the end, and then he realized that he needed to change his clothes to then go back uh, to his mother's house to show her the Oscar, and he wouldn't have had clothes to change into, so we couldn't have him jump. In Give the him pool. the clothes off your back. I know uh, they would be. Uh, I don't think they would fit him. Because <laughs> I wear a very uh, larger size, um, but no, it was great. He was, you know, obviously very emotional, like always, like just like very just speaking from the heart. And I, the one thing I'll say is, I it's a quote to kill a mockingbird. You know, it's a sin to kill a mockingbird. It will be even more sinful if we discard this man a second time. Like he has no job lined up. He shot three things that are coming, but he has no, no other offers on the table. So that big part of my story wow. is like, guys, like, just like Troy Kotzer last year, it was my big fear. I was like, I, I'm I'm so scared I'll never see him again. I'm, I've seen him this year because he's been given stuff out at events. Yeah, so it's that, that, that year after thing. And then after that, yeah. will we ever see him again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was thinking about that, even that during the Oscars when he got to come out, it's like, Oh, that's nice to see Troy Kotzer. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But, hey, Troy. <laughs> but, but are we yeah. going to see you again after this, after this one year victory lap or. I remember back on the daily show, this will, this will really age me when Craig Kilborn was the host and <laughs> Jeffrey Rush won for uh shine. Yep. Um, and he made the joke. Oh, well there goes Jeffrey rushing off into obscurity. And came back two years uh, with another Oscar nomination. Could, could yeah. not have been more wrong, but I mean, God. but I I get where he was coming from. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oscar so. curse is kind of a real thing. I get it, but well, it's just it's just for different reasons for different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really except for the the handful of uh, you know big big names of the world. Uh, it's it's you know lucky to get it once. But... Yeah. And then and it was also very cathartic to see the second deaf actor ever to win alongside the second Latina ever to win, give an Oscar to the second Asian man ever to win that category. And then I was just like, like guys, like this, we don't want this to be the last time we see these people do stuff. Like let's, let's do something like, so yeah, that that's even Michelle. Yo, like I, I think one of the things that I don't want to say like, obviously her performance is so great, but I think what really, people were mindful of and we never wanted to say it out loud but it's like we think this is probably the only shot we're ever going to get at michelle yo so let's take the shot now oh so, i sometime, don't think that 
I, I think that I'm like, and that's just me being like pessimistic of the industry. I don't know mm. when I'm going to see Michelle Yeoh back at, at an award show as a nominee. I never thought we would get her the first time. The fact that we got here was such a big yeah. deal, like in, in itself. And that, that's just, sometimes that's the devil on my shoulder saying that like, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out for everyone. I hope we see her. I mean, obviously we're going to see her in Wicked, but like, you know, I crouching tiger, hidden dragon was a long time ago. And then, we didn't really start talking about her again till the lady 12 years later, which that plea got passed over and then crazy rich Asians six more years later got passed over and we got here. So yeah. I just, I just want to see more visibility. That's it. Love it. So yeah. box done. No so um, on TV this week, Ted Lasso is premiering and shrinking is airing its finale. And uh, anything else? Say, Michael? Hold on. Do you say finale? Shrinking is airing its season finale, isn't it? Yeah, Already? it's season one finale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which uh, that brings us back to Harrison Ford, who closed out the night. Television star Harrison Ford, uh... yes. <laughs> who is so good on shrinking. He's, He's great on shrinking. Big old stoner. Yeah. Fantastic. Such a good show. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, just kidding. I just wanted to throw it back to Michael for a second. Season finale. Uh, season finale of Last of Us. It went up uh, right which, about as Pedro Pascal was on stage at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, which went up against the Oscars, which means I have still not had a chance to actually watch the finale. I just, guys. I just, I just watched it yesterday for the. Actually, yeah. I just watched SNL this morning because I didn't see Jenna Ortega's <laughs> or SNL uh, during that either. Um, yeah, it was. Listen, drama series is going to be a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, because it's going to be half HBO shows. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. So we're, we're uh, still six sessions coming anytime now. I mean, we're gonna have this whole like uh HBO finale run because I mean Barry's now ending now too. Yeah. You know, like succession and Barry going out. But very you know, unhappy about both of those. Yeah. I'm so uh, am I surprised about Barry? I think I thought Barry had I think like Barry didn't uh, yeah, they they wrote themselves into a corner too many times. So I respect that. Yeah, you know he's going to tell the story he wants to tell, but just personally, I will miss it very yeah. much. Yeah, no, I think Succession. Yeah, it's Succession too, because that's a show that you know conceivably could continue. Barry, yeah. Barry, I, you know, once once you know he he's been caught, it's sort of okay. Yeah. Where do you go from yeah. here? I, I will say though, by the way, in, in Succession, I got to give him some props here because I believe more shows should take the Succession route. And I call it the Breaking Bad route too. Know when to call it, like, know when to pull your head. Know when to just be like, you know what? We're good. We've done this because Succession could get very like, I like who is going to take over one day? Because that's, I mean, listen, Game of Thrones, three seasons too late. I think. No, it is. It is true. There, there comes a point where you know it's it, it, everyone keeps you know Logan Roy is up, then he's down, then he's up, then he's down. Mm -hmm. it, it, there's only so much you can. Remember how the first few episodes of season one, Logan Roy was like practically dead. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert for season one. <laughs> yeah. Season... But yeah, so no, so that should be an interesting race because obviously, uh, you know, uh, White Lotus will be in there too for for HBO, and um, yeah, it's. We'll we'll see, but that's we'll we'll have we'll plenty of time to talk about that. So Yay. look at me even saying, "All right, we can we can." Oh, you know what? I want to talk about new TV. hashtag Mike hates TV. <laughs> Mike hates it so much. I'm done. I'm all about film now. Look at me winning uh, the yeah. The well, I'm gonna win the Emmy pool, and I will show you all. There you Mike, go. We, Mike, we should uh, next year we'll 
because I think we're going to get banned, by the way. There is a, a movement in variety right now. There's a, a little bit of a, what is it called when you overthrow the government? <laughs> the coup. There's a coup, a coup going on yeah. to get rid of me and Mike from the office <laughs> pools. Uh, me and Mike are going to throw in 20 bucks each uh, on top of the winner who beats us next year. I just volunteer okay. Mike for that. All right. We'll start, we'll start so our if, own pool. If, if they beat us. Can we just start our own pool between us? No, no, but that'd be terrible for me. No, yeah, that's that's not that's that's not a lot of money. I'm not. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like exactly where things are right now. Already, Jazz uh, added some inflation to this year's, yeah. but in uh, but turns out that benefited you and I quite. Yeah, well, what are you quite, complaining so, about? Oh my gosh. Um. So yeah, can you believe that? Uh, I guess the season's over. You can't wait. I mean, I can't wait that it's over. It is Sorry, over. Talk about I, 2024 I Oscars. Oh, your advanced predictions will be out on yeah. Thursday. Well, I did a, a tweet. Uh, Time Hop showed me that my tweet uh, yesterday was that now that the Oscars are over, can we start talking about Michelle Yeoh for Best Actress next year? Mm-hmm. And there you go. There yes, you and then go. I had another tweet from opening weekend of other, Everything Everywhere well, All at Once that was like, you know, I know we're all hoping Michelle Yeoh gets an Oscar nomination, but you should look out for Ki Huy Kwan. People mm-hmm. really like him. Who knew he would sweep? Wow. Well, I gotta say, uh, they they were they were pretty proud at South by when I was there, since you they, know, obviously they should be. Yeah, that's where yeah. it premiered, and 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 she, uh, I forget, was it Michelle who mentioned South by during in her acceptance speech? One one of the winners did. There were so many winners, uh, but the fact that South by premiered that that's yep. that's a big feather in in their cap as well. Uh, and, that's and, two uh, early uh, year festivals in a row getting uh, on the Oscar map. Sundance finally got its first best picture winner last year with Coda and now South by next up Tribeca. Let's go. We got you in June. <laughs> You're next on the docket. I really have to go eat something. I'm sorry. It's been a very long day for me. That's it's, that's all right. I I think yeah. I think we did cake. it. That's fine. I, I think we I did slept it. through the airplane meal. <laughs> well, it looked good, but I would just just slept through the whole thing. So, well, thank you to everyone uh, for putting up with us uh, and our nonsense throughout uh, Oscar season. I hope you do uh, stick around and and put up with our nonsense during Emmy season as well. Uh, we'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, I think we just need to sleep for for a week and then get back into it uh, very a soon. A week, <laughs> sir. Or we need to have a conversation. <laughs> that needs to be extended. Or, okay, or uh, two, a uh, two, or three. I'll be, I'll be we'll, gone we'll... till November. I'll be gone till November. <laughs> All right, Wyclef Davis. Wyclef, Wyclef. So pleasure, until we pleasure. meet again, we'll Thanks. see. See you later. Bye. Thank you for your service. And that's it for this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Zach Levin edited this episode and Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest awards predictions in key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Hanke, Janelle Riley, and Clayton Davis, I'm Michael Schneider. And that's it for film awards season. We'll take a few weeks off, but Emmy season is already underway, and we'll be back soon with some of the biggest contenders this year in TV. Until then, we'll see you on the circuit.